1: Welcome to Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. Together for Good exists to recognize and uplift the many people working together for the good of San Antonio and the surrounding communities. Now here's the host of Together for Good, Cody Knowlton.
2: Okay, well, welcome to Together for Good. We are just so excited to be a part of this new, innovative program to recognize and, uh, and lift up our nonprofit and church community in the San Antonio area. I'm Cody Knowlton. Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio is uh, bringing you this program. Baptist Health Foundation exists to foster and fund clinical, educational, scientific, and spiritual initiatives in the San Antonio area, and we do all this to lift up our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to honor our Baptist heritage. To start off our our program, we are so uh, thrilled and honored to have Vincent Ferris, the CEO and Executive Director of Meals on Wheels San Antonio, and Vincent has been the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels since 2016. Vincent has been recognized both locally and nationally as an expert and advocate for senior adults. He is also a leader in nonprofit management and fundraising and has mentored many fellow nonprofit leaders in the building capacity. Vincent has been a part of the Meals on Wheels. Industry, if you will, for well over 28 years, if I've done my math right. Uh, He came to San Antonio uh, from the Johnson and Ellis counties Meals on Wheels, which is primarily in the Cleburne and Waxahachie area up in the North Texas area. So it was just a a wonderful day for San Antonio when Vincent, uh, with his years of experience, came to lead Meals on Wheels. And we're going to talk more about Meals on Wheels and all the great, wonderful things that have happened there since he arrived. So, Vincent, most people are familiar with Meals on Wheels uh, as, a, as a concept uh, as far as the, the meal distribution service to seniors, uh, daily, door-to-door, but that's not everything you guys do here in San Antonio. So, what else happens at Meals on
1: Wheels? Well, we always like to talk about more than a meal, Cody, and uh, you are in a much better uh, position to explain this than probably I am, given the untold number of meals that you have have delivered yourself (laughs) uh knocking on the door checking on those individuals and spending a few minutes with them there to make sure that they're okay Mm -hmm. but it is more than a meal in my early Mm -hmm. career i was the guy that jumped up on the table and said it's all about the meal it's the nutrition it's we we need to we need that food intake for our bodies to to accept this medicine that we might be on or you know give us the strength that we need to Sustain ourselves, but it's more than that it mm-hmm. is the human touch it's letting people know that they're they're cared about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have volunteers that look and make sure that, that you know it's a quick safety check to see mm-hmm. what's going on and uh, it, it it is really very special because these are these are people who have built our community uh, they may be uh, well in advanced age they may be having some health complications that have have limited them so they can't get out of their home so the Mm. folks that Meals on Wheels deals with is primarily people who have difficulty leaving their homes can't make it to the grocery store to get food, can't stand long enough to prepare a meal for themselves. And everything we do is to is to keep them in their home. Mm -hmm.
2: Before we jump to a couple of the other things y'all do at Meals on Wheels, tell me how the pandemic, uh, the, the, the weather situations, weekends, how does that affect those receiving the meals when
1: you know you can't get to them for whatever reason? Right. Uh, you know, the the pandemic turned us all on our heads, and we learned a lot about ourselves. Uh, we, as an organization, uh, learned how to to do our jobs much much better. We knew we were underserving the community, but there's a greater awareness of the services that we offer now, and so we have we have grown s- s- incredibly during the. The pandemic, but uh, specifically talking about about weather challenges because you know the one-two punch when the snowmageddon hit us or whatever we're calling that awful week that we had <laughs> with the ice. Uh, you know, it, it was tough because uh, here in, in San Antonio, South Central Texas, usually we're down for maybe one or two days with ice, bad weather, but stretching into a week is tough. Mm-hmm. So we always try to have uh, uh, shelf-stable meal boxes in clients' homes well ahead of weather events. We get these out uh, at least four times a year, ask them to put them on them shelves, and should we not be able to get, get to them, it's there, it's mm-hmm. a last case emergency. Mm-hmm meal box uh, but we're always there with uh, phone calls checking on people are you okay hmm. do you need something and if in case we need to have a a, a emergency response we can do that as mm-hmm. well and so, like on for weekends, uh, they're
2: given kind of double meals. Then on Friday, some people do. Some
1: people do have weekend meals coming in. Uh, okay. We have those that uh, uh, have uh, are at much greater nutritional risk for whatever reason. And so we have other other uh, meal items that we have can be nutraceuticals, that sort of thing. Could be breakfast uh, packs. One of the things that we know is if a person is eating and eating regularly, should they get ill, have to go into emergency? room have to go into a hospital they're going to be coming around much much quicker if there's regular food involved. Mm -hmm.
2: Talk a little bit about your Anna Meals programming and that's a fun one is it not sir? (laughs) Uh,
1: Anna Meals is is one of the the fun things that we do and we have such a great group of volunteers that support that. Uh, Companion pets are really Amazing, amazing uh, creatures of God. Mm. They, uh, some of our our clients' pets, they have had for well over twenty years. Some of those haven't been out of the house in a number of years. Haven't been to to veterinarians. Haven't had uh, you know gone to the to the the, the puppy uh, uh, grooming uh, salon down the street. So, uh, what we saw was people were leaving their food trays outside their doors and feeding their pets. Mm. The food Food is not designed for a a cat or a dog. The food is designed for a person. So it wasn't good for the animal. Mm. But it definitely wasn't good for that that individual we're serving Mm. uh, because they're not getting the nutrition that they need. And so that's where animals came from. And in this giving community that we have of San Antonio, people donate pet food. And so we are Mm. out there monthly. This is a supplemental uh, uh, pet food program. But on top of that we work with local veterinary clinics, we lo- work with local groomers. Uh they go into the homes periodically, do wellness checks, clip nails, that sort of thing, mm. bring the vaccinations up to date. Mm. And so it, it's a it's a wonderful partnership with mm. the community, Cody. Well, I'm so glad y'all do that. That's just
2: value added uh for the resident. So lastly, talk about Grace Place. And and of course Grace Place is unique to San Antonio. Not every meals on wheels program has an added that uh, program. Like that is this. correct,
1: sir. That is our Alzheimer's Day Activity Center. At mm-hmm. one time, we had three Grace places here in town. Uh, these are for people that are suffering from a dementia of some sort. Could be full-blown Alzheimer's. Could be uh, something more like a head injury. These are still mm-hmm. high-functioning adults with substantial memory challenges that we try to meet them where they are in their journey. Mm. So one of the biggest uh, uh, things that we have in the world today is caregiver support. So many caregivers out there trying to take care of their loved ones, trying to maintain their employment, keep a job, keep the home going, and yet it's tough being a caregiver. Mm. So this is an opportunity for people to drop their loved one off. Uh, 7.30 in the morning, can leave them with us uh, pick them up at 530 in the afternoon. It's a day of activities. We keep them busy. Uh, it, it is all geared toward their different levels of where they are. But when they go home in the evening, they're tired mm-hmm. and they have a much better chance of sleeping through the evening so it's a better quality for life for them as well as for the caregiver Mm. we are not curing dementia or Alzheimer's Mm. we're simply meeting folks where they are in their journey. That's right, boy such an important program right now with
2: so many more people suffering with Alzheimer's and dementia I remember Dr. Henrich at UT Health said at one point that Alzheimer's is is a tsunami that is coming uh, that is going to overwhelm our healthcare system overwhelm our community and these kinds of uh, programs that help caregivers, you know, who are taking care of people in their home uh, to remain in their home before, you know, having to, uh, you know, in- increase their, their costs to get to a facility. It's right. so important, so important. So glad y'all are doing that. Uh, Vincent, what are some of the biggest challenges you see uh, seniors facing in our community?
1: Well, one of the the things is, you know, the the, the positive things is we're all living longer, so mm-hmm. our life expectancy is much greater. Mm-hmm. But with that, that comes individual challenges with Associated with health, uh, San Antonio as a community is doing a lot of things to support uh, the the older adults here. Uh, with so many people coming to our area to retire, uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a great uh, it, you know climate. It's a great city, so people are coming as well as those of us that are are of course aging here in place. But uh, there are challenges because people are outliving their families, they're mm-hmm. outliving their resources. They never expected to to have the you know the years on them that they do when I tell you that we're actually seeing somewhere between fifteen and twenty people that are over the uh-huh. age of a hundred each and every week. Mm. Uh, that is amazing. And so many of these wow. folks aren't coming to us until they're right at uh, 100 years old. They're still living God. by themselves in their own homes. Goodness. It's tough taking care of a house. Yeah. How do you keep that house up? How do you do all of the things just associated with home ownership? Yeah. Those are a lot of challenges. One of the greatest things, though, in, in, in what we as a community – Community can do is have a greater awareness and understanding and appreciation of these folks that helped us get to where we are today Mm. and what we can do to support them. Uh, Realize who is in that house that you may not be seeing out and active like they once were, but check on them. Mm -hmm. How are you doing, neighbor? Mm -hmm. Good to see you. Give them a hug. Let them know that they
2: care. Yeah. Take take them a plate of cookies. Take Uh, them a plate uh, of cookies. If you haven't seen them in a few days, yeah, go knock on their door. Absolutely. That's 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 good encouragement. Uh, so, so how can someone get involved in Meals on Wheels? Um,
1: and who should get involved? Everyone should get involved with Meals on Wheels. And people hear me say that like, oh, my gosh, they're asking me to volunteer. I'm asking you to be aware of Meals on Wheels San Antonio. Mm. Be aware of our older adults here that are facing some challenges and hardships out there. Refer people to Meals on Wheels. Give them our website. Mm. Give them our phone number. Say, hey, uh, you know, if you do have time to volunteer, we can certainly put you to work in one of the most meaningful, rewarding experiences you'll ever have, whether mm. it's a daily meal delivery uh, or a weekday a delivery. We wouldn't ask someone to deliver daily, but are delivering meals, or volunteer in our grace place mm. or helping us put together the shelf stable or breakfast pack meals that we do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh When you knock on the door, you visit with a person for a few minutes, you see the twinkle in their eye, you know you touched their life, you know that you made a better day for them, you're going to walk away a better person inside, I promise, and it's a very rewarding experience.
2: Well, I can speak from personal experience on the volunteer front, and Vincent knows this. But uh, delivered meals on wheels for for many years, uh, both in Waco and here in San Antonio, and and, and because I only delivered once a week, uh, but you know I had the same group of people. You know, y'all organize it in such a great way that the route is really within a few minutes of. Uh, typically your workplace uh, if that works out but also the the residents are all close to each other and so you kind of go one to the other and uh, and you're right the door opens up and they're glad to see you they know your name you know their name obviously because they're on a list And uh, in some cases, you go inside. I went inside a number of times. I I didn't uh, ask for that, but they invite you in. Or in some cases, you're bringing the meal in to them because they can't get to the door. They they say, come on in. They're in the kitchen. uh, Put the meal here on my table. Uh, Many of them I prayed with. uh, Some I stood there and visited with. uh, And you're right. It was kind of a time to look around. And I remember several times I'd call the Meals on Wheels office and say, you might want to double check mrs johnson right. you know i noticed some things in her home that didn't look right and so that that, that was that was more of a blessing to me i'm sure than it was mm-hmm. to them but just knowing that i may have been the only person they saw that day uh, and you can tell all too often you that's tell. the tell so um uh, so, as far as uh, so volunteers always need it, but how can somebody support you uh, whether it 's financially or uh, you
1: know goods and services of some sort yeah, the, you know I, I mentioned the uh, the pet food for animals, mm-hmm. and uh, that is that is a, a big, big help there. Uh, we, of course, like everybody who's who 's listening to us today, are dealing with the significant increase in in food costs because mm-hmm. it's a, it is a a historical uh, a mark that we wish we weren't going to be recording has mm-hmm. <laughs> just happened. But the the rise in the in the cost of food is substantial. Uh, for years, we talked about we were you know our meals we were we were very proud of the fact that we had kept them down below $5 a meal and uh, today as we speak they are north of $7 mm-hmm. and rising we hope to see a abatement soon mm-hmm. so any any monetary donations to help offset the cost of those foods are gladly accepted sir mm-hmm. so i know you're really proud Of your
2: new facility, which uh, has been a labor of love for you. Um, uh, You've been in uh, a couple of locations, spreading your staff thin, but you've been able to, uh, by God's grace and the support of this community, build a wonderful facility over off Nacogdoches. So tell us Tell us about that facility. Yeah, sir. we've
1: been operating uh, since 1995 out of an old Wyatt's cafeteria at 410 and, and Babcock. And the, the, the building has served us well, uh, but it has the original kitchen footprint from back in 1974. So mm-hmm. it's way too small. So we have been started on this endeavor long before we had ever heard of anything called a pandemic. Uh, and during the, the uh, unfortunate uh, COVID experience that we're just now coming out of, our services have expanded to nine counties here in the region, and we are serving more people than we ever have in our 45-year history. Uh, But we did not stop during the pandemic and raising funds to put this together. Uh, I would like to uh, make sure that every one of our listeners today knows that the incredible, incredible gift that came from the Baptist Health Foundation, Mm -hmm. it was our lead gift that encouraged a lot of other donors here in the community to step forward because Mm -hmm. they knew if... Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio was behind this project. They needed to take a second look Mm -hmm. at it. So what we have is a 44,000-square-foot facility on six-and-a-half acres that is going to serve our organization for at at least another 45 years in our Mm. history Mm. and do encourage everybody to come out and see it Mm. meals on wheels is owned by the community to serve by the community this is a community facility that we think everyone will be proud of
2: Mm. and at full capacity this facility will be able to put out
1: how many meals per day we designed the kitchen for 10,000 hot meals per shift so that could be in excess of 30,000 hot meals a day. Mm. But when mm. you add in our shelf-stable meals, our chilled mm. meals, our frozen meals, uh, we could well be putting out 50,000 meals a day. We wow. don't anticipate that any time uh, in the foreseeable future at mm. all. But it is a facility that can respond to uh, some uh, emergency event should something like that occur. hmm
2: Wow. Uh, I've had the opportunity, listeners, to be at that facility a couple of times. In fact, just this week, got a more uh, intimate... A tour. I'd seen it before then, and it is really amazing. And it, it we're going to be
1: cooking fresh. So many of our items we can, can start from scratch, mm-hmm. and that makes it uh, the, the food is the, the raw ingredients are cheaper that way. It's greater nutritional values that's going into those meals. They're tastier. And they're much more fun, and people are going Mm. to really, really enjoy what they're going to be seeing coming Mm. out of that and tasting coming out of that kitchen.
2: And that's all thanks to a new person that you've just hired who is with the San Antonio Food Bank. That is it's now on your staff as yes. your chief
1: nutrition officer. We have a, a chief nutrition officer. He's truly our chief foodie. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things we know, if people don't enjoy the food, they're not going to eat it. That's right. And what's what? And why are we going through the motion? And so mm-hmm. every, our, our our food is great. It tastes yummy. And people love it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do everything we can to make it even better than mm-hmm. it is right now. Wow. Great. Great.
2: So, Vincent, what? Let's take it down to to your level as a as a nonprofit professional. Uh, what is your daily motivation to do the work you do, Cody? If I can touch
1: one life a day, one person out there that I can make a difference in, it's a successful day for me. Mm-hmm. And we get too caught up in the, the you know the 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 busyness of life, I think, and we forget what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And everything we do at Meals on Wheels is about people and mm-hmm. individuals. And w- every person counts. And, uh, you know, I can tell you we're serving over 4,000 people today here, and that's an incredible number. I can tell you we're producing almost 9,000 meals today for the other other organizations we provide meals to. And those are are impressive numbers, but it's those individuals out there. And if I can make a difference in one person's life a day, it's been a successful day for me. Mm. I sleep much better. Wow. Wow,
2: what a great, great mission. Do you have any encouragement or or, or advice, for that matter, uh, for nonprofit leaders that are just getting started in
1: this? It's very simple. You can never say thank you enough. Mm. And uh, so many people have shared so much with Meals on Wheels as well as the other nonprofit groups here in the community, whether they're serving children, older adults, the arts. Uh, whatever they're doing out there education uh, people have given from their heart and they've given from their checkbook and they've made a lot of things happen to make this life better for all of us mm. and it takes all of us to weave this fabric of the community to of san antonio mm. and uh, you can never say thank you enough
2: mm-hmm. absolutely what keeps you up at
1: night oh my uh a lot of things keep me up at night i have a racing mind Mm -hmm. what is the detail 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 because Mm -hmm. you know take care of little things big things take care of themselves Mm -hmm. i guess we better leave it at that
2: sir (laughs) (laughs) well now that you've got a a new building and uh, a centralized operation you're you're bound to be sleeping a little bit better
1: much much better much much better (laughs) Uh, when uh, we came in uh, on time, we came in really close to budget in this crazy time that we 're coming uh, through with the supply chain issues we We have been so blessed and so fortunate, and that does make me sleep much better at night, sir I bet so I bet so how How can the community support you?
2: How can the community? Uh, pray for you uh, for perhaps uh, churches that are listening out there. How can churches get involved uh,
1: tell us Tell us how we can link up better with you well, come see us. And, okay. and uh you know uh, come come see the facility come take a come take an incredible tour with us as as we go into people 's homes and and deliver meals to them or deliver animals to them, or work with our comfy casas to see how we 're making these homes more more uh, better safe for the, these folks to stay in here uh, but uh, talk to us uh, uh, I think that once the dialogue starts that people will get a better understanding, but again. Uh, Meals on Wheels is owned by the community. Come, mm. come, come, come see what you have, folks.
2: Mm. You have a wonderful board uh, of, of directors that assist you, and they come from all walks around San Antonio. Um, why, why do you think they want to be on your board? What, what brought them to
1: you? Uh, some of them initially came out from, from past experiences. Uh, well, they may have delivered meals as a as a, a child with a mother or grandmother or somebody like that. Uh, some of them have experiences with family members who have received meals on wheels. Uh, some of them just have the biggest hearts that, that any I could even imagine and want to do good, and, and they had observed us from afar and wanted to be involved. Yeah. But one thing for sure is once they have, have joined our board of trustees – they are they are living and breathing the world of Meals on Wheels. Mm, mm.
2: Would, it, would it be fair to say? Because I'm, I'm sure every nonprofit can say this. You are always on the lookout for younger board members. You know, uh, boards tend to be older folks because perhaps they have time, they they have uh, more resources, uh, they're more established in their careers to be able to break right. away and come to a right. meeting.
1: Right. Um, Uh, Is is getting younger folks uh, a priority? It's a priority. Uh, In all of my years and working in the nonprofit uh, field, this is probably the youngest board I've ever worked for. Mm, Wow. And uh, uh, we, uh, you know, it's busy people that that get things done, and Mm. we have some really busy professional Mm. folks on our board. But again, very big hearts that are they—they they are really strengthening our roots here in, in San Antonio in the region, mm. and uh, that just that just anchors us in such a wonderful way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, a good board enables you to do your job and to do it well because they're giving you everything you need to be successful, and then uh, they. They give give you the marching orders and you you march on. That's so, exactly right, sir. Um, Vincent, as we as we wrap up today, uh, give us a, a phone number, give us a website link that folks can uh, go to if uh, they are interested in you know either donating or volunteering or or you know scheduling a tour,
1: anything like that. Sure. Uh, phone number is two one zero seven three five five one one five. Our, our website is M-O-W-S-A-T-X dot O-R-G. And there's a lot more information than what we uh, uh, shared with our listeners today. They're on the website. I think they will learn a lot more about us and, and see some of the stories, especially the stories of the folks that we serve. So All I right. encourage people to go to that website. M-O-W-S-A-T-X dot org.
2: Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> is it fair to say that if somebody wanted to volunteer – Given their time, y'all can probably make that work. Because I, I think when I started d- delivering meals on wheels in Waco, I delivered once a month. Mm-hmm. That was just the amount right. of
1: time I had. Right, and they made that work. We make it happen. Okay. It's all our, all around the person's availability and what mm-hmm. they what they can commit to and and want to do. Because as
2: I recall, it may have only taken me thirty minutes to you know start to finish, you know do the route. So it, it's very possible for just about everybody. Yeah, help. it is. Vincent, thank you for being a part of our program today. We're uh, honored to be uh, connected with you from the foundation side of the board, honored to support you, honored to call you friend, and just thank you for all you do in our community. You're, you're making a
1: big, big difference. Cody, thank you, and thank you to the foundation. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, th-
2: that concludes our show for today. Um, tune in next time for our next episode of Together for Good. Uh, we will be interviewing nonprofits. Its churches, expert leaders, uh, so don't miss out on our next time together. To God be the glory, Lord bless you.
0: Thank
1: you for tuning in today for Together for Good. We hope you've been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. Until our next time together, may the Lord bless and keep you, and in all things, to God be the glory.